the following pendant Hello everyone and welcome to the commentary for Listen season 7 episode advised. 4 of The Kingery, The Unexamined Life. I'm your director Dave Morgan. With me this time is our writer for this episode Susan Bridges. Hello. Hello Susan. Hi. Hi. So we're going to start right off the bat here with a little fun with the uh, hooks and the mysterious voice. Yes, and some torture, you know, yeah, like what you do. Exactly. And um, we got Damon in there as well. I tried something a little different with Damon, who's played by Colin Kelly. We, uh-huh. hadn't, we hadn't done a, a like cyborgy bounty hunter character like that yet, yeah. and so that's why I went with the voice modulation to try something a little different. And of course, I didn't realize when I did it in the last episode that this episode I'd have another character speaking over a speaker as well. So, yeah. <laughs> It so, sounds very good, though. Very video game-ish to yeah. me. <laughs> tried, tried for the Boba Fett slash yeah. Deathstroke sort of thing with Damon, and I think it works out pretty well. And uh, Although it was funny when I first started playing it. Like, I knew Colin was Damon, but, like, I had momentarily forgotten, and then as soon as it starts playing, I'm like, that's Colin! I oh. can tell! <laughs> well, I didn't affect the voice, like, pitch-wise. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. With the, it just uh, means I hang out with Colin too much, probably. Well, you know, that's okay. Colin's a good guy to hang around with. <laughs> uh, of course, we get uh, Hooks getting his... He just keeps coming over. Yes, he, he'll do okay. that. He'll just show up when he's not Disneying around. Of course, we got Hooks getting his ass kicked here with what I decided were electrified gauntlets. You know what? That works. We were kind of vague, I think, in the script, where it was just, eh, some torture stuff. Yeah. That way you know, we, we get go beating, wild. Well, you say beating, electric stuff, you know, whatever. So yeah, that's exactly you know. what I did. Little you know, whatever. That sounds like something I would say. There's <sighs> Perry Whittle as Hooks doing doing an excellent job as usual with uh, some pretty serious lines here and kind of gets right to the point of the matter here in a second. You know, yeah, I don't have much and to lose. mocking them and being just a general badass. And this is again all going back to last season when he lost uh, Devi. And now he's yeah. lost Tithia, so what, what has he got? He got nothing. So he's like, screw you guys, I'm going home. That's right. All right, as we fade, swipe fade to the uh, French countryside, and if you listen very closely in the background, you will hear the worst French ever spoken into a microphone by me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I faded out very quickly, but wanted to give at least a little, uh, little ambiance there, as well as the music. And Gives us uh, Mindy Raskinen as Emily and Renee Christine Jones as, as Daphne slash socks slash whatever at this point. She's kind of a, a socks Daphne smoothie at this point. And actually, this scene with her talking, it was supposed to be more of a torture scene, but I was like, too much torture. Let's do something creepy. Yeah, but yeah. And it, it's almost more effective. That she's not torturing her, but instead just takes the little bird and just talking ever so nicely, but seriously about freedom. And then she's petting it, feeding it, and then all of a sudden... (laughs) And you know, when I wrote it, and Jeffrey read it, and he was like, where the hell did that come from? And I'm like... You know, for for a sweet person, you come up with some of the most twisted stuff. (laughs) I mean, nobody needs to look further than episode 50 to uh, 
confirm that. But you know, and our friend Jeffrey Thorne has said this too. Like we have Skype calls with him where we develop stuff, and anytime like something crazy horrible happens. He's like, you know what? Every time I say something like this, you light up like a Christmas tree. There's not, there's something not right about you. It's always the quiet ones, <laughs> always the sweet ones. <laughs> and that's okay. But yes, I had a lot of fun writing this. Mm-hmm. And and Mindy gave me a lot of really good takes. It's really hard to piece together in some cases. Just the perfect reading, but I had so much to work with from her. It was really great. She has done a really great yes, job. She really has with some very tough material with Emily. Yes, and very believable. Yes. And this kind of character, like, you could go into weird shtick territory really mm-hmm. quick, you know? Right. And that just doesn't happen. No, she she really has it. Well, and Socks, I mean, Renee, she does a great job, too. Yes. Flipping back and forth, especially here where she's kind of doing both accents. And right. That's hard. Yes, like and I wrote imitating... that it kind of like is a slipping between them kind of right. thing. Yeah. It's like when you're playing one character who's imitating another character, and neither one of them is your real voice. That's very difficult. Yes. So she she does a really good job with this. As we talk about destiny and all that stuff, and I think is this where we kind of get the title, the unexamined life, sort of where she's having to think about where she's been. Where she's supposed to have Why been. My mind the way it is? Well, yeah, I try to always pick a title that kind of relates to every scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, like so far, we've seen, like, Hooks talking about, you know what, I don't have anything right now. Right. So he's thinking about, like, his life as a whole. Like, where am I now? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, <laughs> in a hole. <laughs> Be tortured. And so, and, you know, Daphne, examine. Where are you? What do you want to do with your life? You know? So... Definitely that kind of theme is coming through. I always find I'm one of those people who, like, after I write the script, the theme is just there. Which probably is disgusting to people, but I'm like, there has to be some common thread through here, and then I always find it. Whatever works for you, you know. You just, <laughs> some people, it's like, you know, in school, some somebody has to study really hard to get that A, and other people just comes really naturally to, and you hate that person and wish for their death. And that's it's okay. funny you should say that, yeah, because a lot of, like, there was an actual, an article about writers, and it's like, writers are insufferable because... Until they hit, like, high school and college, everything was so easy for them. Mm-hmm. Like, they were the people who were like, I can turn out a paper in two hours, and they could, you know? And I was totally that person. Right. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Don't hurt Zeph anymore, please. So, Sox is now begging for her to save Zeph. Yes. And, you know... And he's like, oh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll take good care of him, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't trust her at all. No, not at all. <sighs> Everyone breathe a little here. And just for, for the record, uh, that was a Robin that she killed. Um, I, for some reason, I, I thought that was kind of appropriate for some reason. Uh, but we'll move on from that. Um Robins are pretty innocent. Yeah. We are Brissons. We are strong. We look to the future. Uh, and now we're going to crossfade over to the uh, Kingery Police Station here with uh, Paul Lavelle as Brannis. Alicia, yes. Alicia Lane, Alicia Lane Pickens as Maddie. And Aiden Rudd as O'Farrell. 
And um, like I said, I've enjoyed having Aiden join the cast. He's a new new character for this season with O'Farrell, and it really works out. He's really worked very well. He's got some good chemistry going with the rest of the cast. So. Yeah, and he, he's a little fun, you know, where everybody's kind of straight, you know. He's a little bit he's fun. He's a little bit of that snot-nosed guy you kind of want to punch. Yeah. But at the same time, this scene shows a little bit more that he does know his stuff. And, you know, he, he can be a competent cop, unlike some of the ones yes. we've had in the past. And that's good. Right, it would be easy to make him a character that's just like, you know, oh, he's the dummy or whatever, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what could be this big? Last time something like this went. Now, down, this is an interesting thing. This is just got weird vacation tech coming up. Big situation, sex holodex. <laughs> I know. Where are they? What's right? going on here? Why didn't we not What's have a holodeck on? yet? We're in the future, aren't we? Yeah, you know those holodecks. They're always anyway, breaking down and putting everybody in danger. Hey, you gotta hate that. I yep. See what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, you you probably already know and just aren't saying. I don't. Uh, so this is this is fun getting Maddie to actually sh- sign up for shifts again. We're really seeing mm-hmm. her moving back more into the police work, which is I'm sure is going to come in down the road. You know, working for the police, but also being with Tommy. You know, that I'm sure that's that's easy to balance. You know, fighting crime, dating a criminal, like you do. You know. <laughs> That's easy stuff, right? Yes, yeah, no weird moral quandary there at all. No. Mister oh. Arkell. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and now hey, we're man. in the SOL shop as Tommy wakes up from his hey, uh, adventures last episode. His super fun adventures. Yes. The With woman parts. Was a complete success. And that's of that's right. John Clark as uh, K. Lock and Pete Milan as Tommy. Um, as I'm sure that's a fun thing to wake up to, uh, a giant paramecium or amoeba blob. <laughs> that is I should have just called this episode Lady <laughs> Business, because there's a lot of lady business of lady going business on. Going on. <laughs> I didn't even notice that until right now, see? There you go. You needn't worry. You're not my type. I do like K-Lock, though, here, because, you know, it's a little more personality and insight kind of thing. And I, I like that we're getting to know K-Lock a lot better. He's been this peripheral character yeah. since, what, season three? A long time. And gone through about ten different voice filters along the way. <laughs> we had no idea what he sounded like, really. We did find that out, didn't and, we? Yeah. Yes. But, um, and now we're finally getting the chance to really get to know him more. It's just... Cassandra's hired gun. Right you know, he's uh-huh. he's now working for Tommy, which I, I think is going to work out really well. Yes. Thank you, sir. And maybe he's not thrilled with all of these turns of events. No, no, he's he's makes it fairly clear that he's not thrilled with what's happened with with Cass and being kicked out basically and left in a bucket. But you know, it's a job. That's right. That's how it goes. Sometimes you just have to get a new job. Yep. Body model will require me to personally sanitize uh, and heal it before reassignment. I find it now. Uh, John brought up a, a funny point when he was recording his lines that yeah, Kaylock probably would find sanitizing something like that really distasteful. Be since he's a giant cell thing and he's having to kill all these little amoeba cell diseasey things. That that's probably a little awkward for him. That is some interesting insight. Are you saying I'm judgmental? I did not think about that, but not perhaps either, but he felt bad that, for his other bad. blob. His, his fellow bloblings. Yes, his fellow bloblings. <laughs> 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 
<sighs> you were worried. Uh, by the way, the sound in the background yeah, of Tommy getting dressed is actually me getting dressed. I couldn't find something I really liked for individual pieces, so I was like, oh. forget it. I'll just get dressed and record it. <laughs> you bullied. Amazing. I bullied. Yay, me. I'm finally going to direct things and be good with audioing. That's awesome. Yay. You make sounds good. Sounds am good fun. It is not much like my home. <laughs> what is your home like? Wet. Warm. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my kind of place. Wistfully <laughs> talking about wet, warm things. That's the and kingery. Then, and then his mind goes right back to Allison. Yup. Actually, when I first wrote the scene, it got a lot more gross. I'm just going to tell you that. Uh, and then they were like, maybe you should dial it back a little bit. And I'm like, okay. <sighs> it's still fun, though, because I, I, love, I love this little interaction here. Tommy's like, so if I just... And Kayla just has the price right there. Yeah. Well, you just had that number ready right up. And top of your Tommy's head. like, "Yeah, okay, I just grossed myself that's not out." Just so some bizarre question. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> bubbled up out of my head. That's that's a thing. That's a normal thing. I'm not the first to ask that. <sighs> yeah, it, the original version, he went a little further. You know what? Oh dear. <laughs> he finally. Uh, yeah. I told you. No I was horrible. So, see, you say that, but that's it's okay. That's why we love you. Yay! Yay! Be in my bucket. I love Let the little emphasis says, sir, every time he, because he really doesn't yeah. like having to call him sir, but he knows he should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like now, that boss you really don't like. But you have to because, well, right. you have no other options. And now we head into uh, Zeph's holding cell slash room. I think I've actually put him in a, separate, in a different room each time with the way I've done the sound effects in it, but whatever works for him. Okay. Um, moving him around will confuse him, so, you know, that's just one more weapon against him. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't think I planned that, but we'll go with that. Um, and Emily is being very, very, very friendly right now to Zeph, who's uh, played by Brian Reed. Yes, sort of a friendly deceptiveness. Yeah. Always dangerous when you're being served food and champagne with that big of a smile. You know, you're always like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop on this? Exactly. There's like, and there's a certain creepiness to that sort of behavior where you're like, what the hell is going to happen now? Mm -hmm. And you can actually almost, in this scene, hear the smile actually reaching Emily's ears. That's uh -huh. how sickeningly sappy, sweet she's being, but at the same time, she's sharpening okay. a knife right in front of you. So, uh huh. Where's Daphne? It adds a lot of tension. It does, and, and uh, Brian plays plays it really great here. I mean, especially considering he's not recording this, you know, with Mindy, obviously. Yeah. But he's, they still, it still manages to work really well to get that tension between the two. That he's. He's trying to be polite, but at the same time, I'd feel a lot better if you'd stop doing that. And I think it adds it adds even more dimension to Zeph, where you're like, you know what? He's not a pushover. No, he's not. And I think we're we're seeing that more and more, especially in this season, seeing Zeph turn more from just the happy-go-lucky gay guy who's just fabulous yeah. all the time. Right. And we're actually seeing that he, he can be a little bit of badass. I mean, he's laugh he's laughing during his torture. That's telling yes. you something about him right there. And and then this, he's holding up under all of this and the things he's got coming to him as well. <laughs> we'll yeah. Just, we'll just leave it there before the spoiler ninjas, ninjas attack. Right. 
two must have gone on some crazy adventures. Oh, have they gone on some crazy adventures? Maybe I, I really liked his whole development over the mm-hmm. seasons with his relationship with socks mm-hmm. and like you know he just is he's become a really well-rounded character he really has and I'm glad to see that because socks and Zeph has been one of my favorite dynamics since Zeph showed up and they are really fun together they really work so well together um, and so it's nice you know, seeing that develop even more this season And I would say Zeph is probably one of those characters we didn't intend that he would become this huge thing, but it's right. just the performance was so good, and, and he worked so well with others. Had to keep and... bringing him back and bringing him back. And... Yeah. It's like the guy that's like a one-liner in an episode of, of MASH or whatever. Suddenly, six seasons later, he's Klinger, and he's a regular character, you know? It and happens like that. It does. It really does. And I just dated myself immensely by referencing MASH. A little bit, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm old. We keep getting old. Uh, why didn't Darn it. I know. It's bullshit. I know. I threw in a little ad lib there from Zeph about not being the straightest guy in the joint. Yeah, that is for sure, Zeph. For sure. And it, it, it's interesting that in this world where sexuality is, for the most part, very, very fluid with most people, we've, yes. we've got two characters who are very set in their sides of the spectrum and they're okay with that and it again that's odd in this world but odd for different ways than it is what would some people would say in our world now you know it's totally different it's true it's true but you know that they're they both know where they stand you know what i mean and they're not and they're okay with it and they're proud of it and no shame there nope and then we're in tommy's apartment and uh, yes. the computer voice here is a bit of a blast from the past here. It's Andrew Eckhart, who Ooh. played Richards many, many moons ago, making a small cameo appearance for us. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Um, not like, he does a good computer he voice. Does. He does a really good job. And, you know, we'll see. You know, if, if that we need that computer voice again, we may bring him back. Um, it's not, but regardless, it's good to have you back and hope you'll join us again sometime. We can do wonderful things to you again. Yeah. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> What's what was the message? What's going on? What's happening? I don't know. You'll have to listen <laughs> to future episodes to find out. Yes. On Tommy, pick up, pick up, pick up. Because you know that helps so well to say pick up, pick up, pick up. But we all do it. We do. I think that would not change in the future. Nope. Yes. Will you please consider my? permanent reassignment. All right, and now we're back outside SOL as Tommy is finally dressed and Kalok is shooing him away so he can get to work. Yes. And sloshes away. And now as we head down a dark alley, because good things happen in dark alleys, you know. You know what? The King is full of things that are happening that are good, right? Yes, yes, All the time. Everywhere. Like, like returning, uh, villains from season two sure uh, of course we had jawbone hey come there, back why not have fix come so back and mark zarecore come back as fix thank you so much it's like you never what is happening it's madness i tell you madness it's crazy we're just gonna bring everybody back at this point we're gonna we're gonna find a way to bring back characters you never even would have dreamed because they were so small we'll bring everybody back for a big Big to do in the final episode of the season. 
That's what's so fun. We're in season seven, and we're just doing whatever the hell we want. Awesome. Crazy. It's crazy, but it's fun. <laughs> this ain't real. Oh, just beat, beat the crap out of Beating up noises. Punching Walla, yay. Yay. <sighs> it's always fun to get these get these lines when it's just the punching noises from people. Yes. You can tell that it's a little awkward to just be making those noises, <laughs> even if you're like punching a pillow or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay because, you know, that's what we do. And it ends up sounding really awesome like it did there. It does. And you just, you know, you move your arm that's a certain right. way. And that helps. And it's funny. A lot of people, you know, don't realize how physical some people can get when you're doing a, a, a bit like that. Because I know when I've had to do bits like that, I will find myself punching the air. Yeah. Or like when I have to get hit, like double over. And, you know, it, it's a workout sometimes. Just for using your voice. It doesn't sound right otherwise. So, right. You yeah. To, you have to put everything into it. Totally. Totally. Anyway, we are now approaching the end of the episode. We made it! We made it through this twisting, turning miasma of chaos. And I hope everyone enjoyed. It was very fun. It was fun. And we'll do it all again in a month. Next month we'll do it with, I believe, Renee Christine Jones for episode five. That's sassy. So we'll get some of her her Look, thoughts it's lady on where, business, where and Sox then more lady business yes. with her. Yes, and then, yes. then I think we have man business again with uh, Jared and Jeffrey. So, Very well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoyed listening to us. Uh, let us know what you think about the episode. Uh, Pendant Web uh, at Twitter. But yes, at Pendant Web on Twitter, PendantAudio.com. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can contact yep. me on Twitter at Flaming Toilet, and you can contact Susan however she wants. Sure, I'm on Twitter at Susan L. Bridges. So with that, we will thank you for listening, and we'll see you yes. next month. Thanks for listening. Yay! Bye! Bye.